In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why shepherds? Of all the people God could have chosen to be the very first to see baby Jesus, why did he choose the shepherds? In those days, shepherds did not have a good reputation. They were a group of nobodies. They lived out in the open, moving from pasture to pasture all day long, every day. They were unable to keep the Jewish kosher laws and attend worship, so they were outcasts from the religious community. They were thought to be dishonest. The shepherds in those days were not even allowed to give evidence in court. They were regarded as so unreliable. Why did God choose them? God could have chosen Augustus, the emperor of Rome, or Quirinius, who was governor of the neighboring state of Judea, men of power who could have influence over those they ruled. Or he could have chosen the priests from the Jerusalem temple who studied the scriptures or the rich merchants who could fund Jesus' ministry. But God chose the shepherds, tough, unkept men who knew how to care for their sheep, men who knew how to survive on very little Men who slept under the stars at night, protecting their animals, who had plenty of solitude to wonder about the meaning of their lives. Men who knew they were despised and rejected of society. Men who could have, God could have chosen the powerful, the learned, the pious, or the successful to be the recipient of the good news of Christmas Day. But he didn't. God chose to share the most stupendous news ever heard with humble shepherds. Now these shepherds were going about their everyday business. They had done what they always did that night. They had made sure the sheep had access to good pasture, and they were well protected from predatory wolves. So they had no expectation that anything out of the ordinary was going to take place that night. They were taken completely by surprise. Can you picture it? It is a dark, quiet night. Perhaps they're half asleep. When suddenly the light of the glory of the Lord bursts forth in the night... And an angel from heaven stands before them, surrounded by radiant, blinding light. How startling, how terrifying it must have been. As their eyes adjust to the light, the angel quiets them. Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy For all the people, to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. 
as if that were not enough. Another heavenly flash of intense light, and suddenly the bewildered shepherds are surrounded by angels. A multitude, not 50, not 150, not 1,500, but beyond count, I think every one of God's angels was there because this is the most amazing event that has ever happened in the entire universe. I think the heavenly host stretched from horizon to horizon, blocking out all the stars. I like to imagine they radiated golds and pinks and electric blues and hyacinth and ultraviolet, glittering and sparkling with light. So beautiful, so magnificent. And when they lifted their voices to God, it was in cosmic surround sound stereo. Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth, peace among those whom he favors. Job tells us that at the creation of the world, the morning stars sang together, and all the angels shouted for joy. Now the angels again join voices at the greatest creation of all, the birth of Christ the Lord. Emmanuel, God with us, who came to save. The most incredible vision ever seen. After the angels and the glory had disappeared, after the first carol ever sung had finished, After the darkness and silence had returned on the fields again and everything was back to normal, what happened next? What did those shepherds do? What would you do? That's the question. Now here's the first thing they did. They went to Bethlehem in order to see this marvelous baby. When the angels had left them and had gone back into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. Let's go and see. There was urgency in their voices. Leaving their sheep behind, to fend for themselves, they hurried off to Bethlehem, and there they found what they were looking for, the simple sign that the angels had told them to expect. For there were Mary, the mother, and Joseph, and the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. A little helpless baby lying in a feeding trough. God signs to the shepherds and us is a baby in need of care and in poverty. The Savior for all the people chose to come to us small and in simplicity. He did not want to overwhelm with his power and splendor. He came to us as a baby, defenseless, taking away 
our fear of his greatness. He came humbly to be accessible to all people, for God wants all people to come to him and be saved. Jesus Christ, the King, the Lawgiver, the Prophet, the Great High Priest, the Judge of fallen humanity. God could have chosen any of these titles, but God selected Savior, a name which speaks of his mercy, his grace, his help, and his deliverance for a lost world. This is how he most desires to be known. He asks for our love, so he comes as a child. Can you picture these big, burly, unkept men leaning over the manger to see baby Jesus? I picture tears rolling down their dirty cheeks as they wept with joy. They got it. They understood. God cared about them. God came as a baby to open the hearts of the toughest of men and women. So what did the shepherds do next? After they went to Bethlehem to see and find the baby, they spread the word concerning what they had seen and heard. I think they were so excited at what they had seen, they they just couldn't keep quiet. Luke doesn't tell us with whom they shared the good news, but they must have told their family and their friends, their neighbors and acquaintances, probably just about anyone who was willing to listen. What about us? Are you, too, so filled with the joy of knowing that God sent a Savior for you, that you are willing to make him known to others? Who can you make Christ known to? Perhaps I have an advantage over some of you who have been Christians your whole life. Unlike the shepherds, it took me a long time to get it. I committed my life to Christ later in life. So many of my friends are not serious Christians. Several weeks ago, I had the perfect opportunity to share Jesus with a friend of mine. Her heart had been broken by a very painful divorce. So we were attending the funeral of a friend's mother at St. Paul's. When we arrived, she was sitting by herself, and of course we invited her to join us. It's a breathtaking church, and sounds can echo off the stone walls in such a rich and melodious way. And when the cantor began to sing God's praises, it was so marvelous. Without planning to, I put my arm around her shoulders and leaned over and whispered in her ear, Tell me you don't need this. She responded, I do. I know I do. 
It was a spontaneous gesture. It just came out of the joy of the moment. Sharing Christ's love should always feel natural. When the shepherds had seen the Christ child, they spread the word because they could not contain their joy. It was like the Apostle Peter after the resurrection. The leading Jewish council had forbidden the apostles to teach or preach any more in the name of Jesus. And Peter told them, We cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. After such a glorious night, I am sure the shepherds felt the same way. We don't have to force ourselves to speak to other people about Christ. Our witness can just come out of the spontaneous overflow of our hearts. Luke tells us, all who heard the shepherds were amazed. I'm sure they touched the hearts of many. But Jesus' mother, Mary, she was more than amazed. Perhaps she was at first shocked at the shepherds coming. I can just hear her saying to herself, I should have guessed, I should have known. The God who chose me would choose the shepherds to visit our baby first. We are told Mary treasured the words of the shepherds and pondered them in her heart. I wonder what they said. I suspect they recalled her inspired words of the Magnificat, in which Mary said, He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. Here is the answer to my original question. Why were the shepherds chosen to be the first to visit baby Jesus? Our God delights in the reversal of the world's values. He cannot tolerate the proud who think they have no need of him. God comes to those men and women who have gotten over themselves, who recognize they need a savior who respond to him with gratitude for the hope and joy that he brings into their lives, who return his love, who desire his love. He comes to those who have the humility to know they need to be lifted up, who want a different life. He comes as our Savior a name which speaks of his mercy for the brokenhearted. Our Savior, this is how he most desires to be known. He chose the shepherds so we would know that whoever we are, whatever we have done, no matter what our need, we have a Savior who can deliver us. He has not left us alone in this fallen world. So the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had seen and heard. They had heard the angelic choir, and they rejoiced in the precious gift 
that had been given to them. So do you see what was so special about those shepherds? In their poverty, they were able to become rich. Please pray with me. Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you with all our hearts that you came from heaven to enter our world and become one of us. We are amazed at your humility in doing such a thing. Thank you for the example of those simple shepherds who hurried to see you and after they found you, shared their joy with others, glorifying and praising you for the hope that you bring. Thank you for being our Savior, for the glory of your name. Amen.